Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of NCMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow this show on Twitter, NCMMA underscore radio. Also check out our website, NCMMARadio.net. In this show, we have an interview with Coach Mark Henry, whose fight team is on a huge roll right now. Mark coaches Frankie Edgar, Corey Anderson, Edson Barbosa, Marlon Moraes, Eddie Alvarez. You name it, he's coaching. He's even helping Chris Weidman right now. So, He's doing great. His team's doing great. He's kind of given us some time for an interview right before our sparring session. So the first question pertains to Frankie Edgar and his big matchup against Jose Aldo. I mean, once the fight was announced for an interim belt, like Rumble Johnson even commented on Twitter, was kind of saying, you know, Frankie and Jose Aldo kind of, they kind of like deserve better than this, like an interim belt. It kind of discounted the whole fight a little bit. Was that your feeling too or no? Yeah, definitely, you know, and what makes it, you know, even more bizarre, well, two things make it bizarre, you know, number one is that uh, it's the same night, you know. The, well, the thing is, the interim belt's always been if a fighter's been, you know, injured pretty bad, that he's going to be out for a long time or was already injured for a short period of time. Now he's injured again. So, you know, the UFC set the model by, you know, an interim belt as if someone's injured. So now you have, uh, you know, somebody non-injured and fighting. So, you know, it just, it just doesn't make any sense that, you know, your champion's healthy. And not only is he fighting, he's fighting on the same card. And not only is he fighting, but he gets a rematch, uh, you know, after he just got, you know, stopped. And it was a pretty easy fight for Nate. And especially a guy coming off zero camp, I don't, you know, I could see if it was the other guy getting a rematch, but I just, find it bizarre that the one guy uh, gets a rematch and he had a full camp and the other guy doesn't. And, um, you know, it's not it's not even for a title or anything that you're keeping this other belt on hold. You know, the other thing I, I got to admit, you know, I, I feel, uh, you know, an MMA, I'm an MMA fan first. And I really appreciate, you know, the, the greats that have been in the sport. And, and I got to say, I'm, I, you know, I really feel bad for Jose, uh, you know, that he, that it's, you know, this is in his face too. He's on the same card and this guy, has been a champ for over 10 years, and, um, you know, Jose doesn't get a rematch. But, you know, meanwhile, Connor does off a meaningless fight, a fight that, you know, got, got, you know, taken out pretty quick. And then also a fight that he promised when he was going up that he would be back for the July fight. So, you know, just if you keep more and more aspects of it you keep putting in, it just, you know, it's just, it's just it's worse. But, you know, bottom line is, you know, we have a, we have a great fight. Uh, you know, the belt doesn't mean anything because I'm sure other things will still happen. Even if, you know, uh, Frankie won, you know, I would highly doubt that even if he would fight him then. But, um, but you know, we're excited for this fight. Jose is a, you know, legend and, and uh, a fight that we really wanted back bad. We were hoping it was for down to a title, but, you know, it's still the same. You know, it's 
matching up your competitor, you know, you really want that guy that, uh, you know, edged you. And, you know, Frankie really wants it back. And, you know, Ricardo and I and the whole team wants this fight back really bad. You know, now, now as a coach that's very close to his fighters, how hard is it to not get so emotional with all this politics being involved and the fans are all over Twitter and social media? How hard is it not to get, like, you want to support your fighter but not get so emotionally involved with all the nonsense? Oh, you know, oh, well, you know, like Frankie's got a special place in my heart. You know, he's always, he was the first guy I trained over 11 years ago, and um, you know, he's like a he's like a little brother to me. You know, our families hang out a lot together for the last 11 years. You know, Frankie, you know, Frankie's a good, Frankie's just an amazing man. You know, he's he's a great he's a great father, a great friend. You know, a great son, a great brother. You know, a great husband. You know, he's, he's just a great person. So, you know, you always. You know, someone like that who does so much for others and uh, you know, everybody around him, uh, you know, you just want, you know, you want it for him so bad. So, you know, I guess that's where it gets a little emotional. And the other thing is, too, you know, over 11 years, I don't think, you know, our team has ever, uh, you know, really said anything about a fighter. I know I haven't. But, you know, when a guy starts talking about everybody and their kids and their wife and Jesus and, you know, everything else, then, you know, kind of everything's off the table. Yeah, and that, it's funny you mention that because, you know, you know, as we're all Frankie Edgar fans, as you know, and it's like Frankie's always classy, he's always respectful, and it seems like that kind of got discounted by so many people. It's like he didn't make enough noise, you know, out of the cage, so he didn't, he didn't warrant big fights. And is that, like, frustrating for you as a coach where you see all that Frankie's accomplished and that gets discounted because he's not making headlines with just talking trash? Yeah, definitely, you know. And, you know, for years we've always, uh, you know, tried to be the – you know, the respectful team. And, but I guess it's entertainment, too, and definitely Connor's selling, you know, uh, selling big time, you know, and, and the things that he says and does. So, you know, everybody seems to be, you know, doing it all, you know, doing it also. You know, everybody's doing it. You saw, I, I forget what press conference it was. It was almost a confrontation in every face-off. But, uh, you know, I guess it's a new thing. You know, definitely the fighters need to do it, but also at the camps, you know, we're trying to, you know, round things up too. Any anything that we could, because you know we've been trying for over three years and nothing has worked. So you know, at, at this point, you'll you know you'll you'll do anything to get that title fight. And uh, you know, if this is supposed to be the new norm, you know, it's sad that it is, but it is. Yeah, it is sad. You know, it's people that are just like true MMA fans. It's not what you want to see. You don't want to see like WWE stuff. Yeah. You just want to see good fighters getting big fights. And, and speaking of big fights, you have another fighter, Edson Barbosa, who has a great matchup against Anthony Pettis at UFC 187. What are your thoughts on that big fight for Edson? Oh, man, I'm so excited. So, so excited for this fight. Edson uh, made the move to New Jersey. Uh, he bought a house right near his uh, longtime childhood buddy, Marlon Marias. And, um, and uh, he's, he's doing amazing, man. He's had a long camp since he's been here because most of his camps were very short. And um, so it's been amazing uh, happening for first time, man, since he almost started with us for, for a full, you know, full camp. So um, just watching his progression, man, it's, man, I have to say his, his, you know, some things he's doing now, he's just progressed so much. I've never seen him before, but, uh, you know, everything with him just got light years ahead of what he was. Yeah, no, it's impressive. Like, we watch you guys spar and training, things like that. And it's just amazing how quick, how fluid he looks. 
And the one thing you notice for all of your fighters is always the movement, the quick pace, the conditioning. Is that something you take pride in with your team? Um, yeah, well, you know, you know, we, the first thing is I don't want the guys, you know, to be, uh, you know, when they have their grandkids to be speaking the same language when they're older. So, you know, the first thing I try to do is have good defense and not get hit. You know, hit and hit and not be hit, you know. So, uh, you know, we, we try that first and foremost. And, um, and also, you know, we're blessed, too. We've had some, some more guys, uh, you know, join the team. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, you know, we were we were blessed to have, uh, you know, around all the time. Now, you know, since his last fight, he's pretty much part of the team now. So, uh, you know, he will make you better. He'll make a room way better and his attitude. Uh, Paul Felder, you know, uh so beyond blessed to have him. He's part of the team. Um, Gracie Phillies with Daniel. So um, he's with us now a lot. So, uh, you know, he'll push you. Wyman's been around. You know, we've been, um, you know, with uh, Longo team. So uh, uh, Chris Wyman's been coming down a little bit. So when you have guys like that, they're in this room too. And Frankie, you know, as like captain of it all, you know, it, it just pushes everybody to get to that next level. You know, it's very contagious when you're watching these different guys sparring and their work ethic, and also them, you know, helping them, you know. Even Chris Wyman last week was sparring Corey, and after it was over, was, show, was showing him, some, you know, some few things. So, you know, things like that will make your game a lot better in the long run. Yeah, no, and it's always, it's, it's like you guys watch, you watch the sparring on a Saturday or something, it's like a pay-per-view event. There's so much talent, and the amazing thing is they all work so closely together. Um, the yeah. question I have is, how hard, how hard is it to coach against, a dynamic striker like Anthony Pettis, who tends to be fairly creative. He likes a lot of flashy kicks, things like that. Is that hard to kind of game plan for? Because he's so, like, just – he's just so diverse. Yeah, well, you know, well, it makes it so much better, you know, when you get somebody who's, uh, you know, a great champion like Anthony and, you know, you have to uh, game plan against. And, uh, you know, it's exciting, man. You see somebody, you know, his magnitude who, who's, uh, you know, at the pinnacle of the sport by uh, – you know, being champion, you know, it, it, you know, it jacks you up to even watch more tape. And, and I was uh, really uh, blessed enough to, and lucky enough for this fight to have already, you know, had pretty much a whole fight with him, you know, with Eddie when he fought Eddie. So I already kind of, you know, have a feel for him, you know, Ricardo and I. And um, so it's it's great that, you know, we just, Eddie just fought him not too long ago and now Edson's fighting him. So we've already watched tape a lot and, um, so now when you rewatch the tape and figure it into, you know, the Edson style, you know, it, uh, you know, it's, it, it helps out a lot if somebody's fought it before. You know, and that has the makings to be an excellent fight. UFC 197 with Edson. I mean, I think every fan's looking forward to that. And then another one of your fighters, I mean, you got fighters making headlines everywhere. It's Corey Anderson, who has an enormous fight against Shogun at UFC 198. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it seems like that's, a, you know, Corey's on the rise. He's won three in a row, and this is a huge opportunity for him. Yeah, huge. Also, too, we have on that card is Rafael Natal, Sapo. Uh, he's fighting yep. Whitaker. Uh, he's fighting, I think, one or two fights before uh, before Junior, before Edson. So um, we're excited for that one as well, for uh, Rafael. He's been part of the team, Enzo Gracie. He's been down in mix before sparring. So, uh, you know, excited for that one as well. And then Corey, I believe, is uh, a few weeks later going against the true legend in uh, the sport, Shogun. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing step up for Corey and, uh, you know, and, you know, and he's taking the right steps at progressing his game and um, went with an awesome veteran like Lawler last time. So, uh, you know, now you move up a little more with, with, uh, with Shogun and it's just an honor, uh, you know, 
for, um, you know, us to be fighting her. But, and in Brazil, not going to make it easy <laughs> with everybody wishing us to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that was it's funny because I was going to ask you that question. It's like not only, you know, Shogun is just a, he's a legend, like you said, he's a great opponent. Now you're fighting him in his country. Like, you're, you know, you're in Brazil. Do you think that's something you have to talk to Corey about to kind of keep him calm just because of that crazy environment? Yeah, you know, we definitely talked about it. We talked about maybe not being able to hear the corner so well. There's always a lot of communication, you know, with our team while the fight's going on. So, you know, we've talked about that. But, you know, Corey, Corey, uh, you know, Corey fights all year round, man. It reminds me a lot of Frankie in that aspect where Frankie, you know, never takes a break. And, uh, you know, Corey is the same way. He just doesn't stop. You know, I hate to I hate to admit it that that game I can't stand, but he, uh, he does live up to it. I mean, the uh, the kid is always in the gym and always trying to get better and, and uh, trying his hardest. No, he is. We always see him too. Like you said, he, he coaches boxing for us. We always see him. He's either hitting pads. He's always moving around. He's doing strength conditioning. It's it's just awesome to see he's get this opportunity. And another fighter you just mentioned a little while ago was you worked with Chris Weidman. How's that experience been for you? Oh, it's been awesome, man. You know, we've known, um, you know, we've known uh, Longo team, uh, Matt, Sarah, and Ray for years and um you know part of team gracie and that's you know that's that's the uh you know the great things you get from being team gracie man you get to be around great people and um you know it's one big family and uh, it's been an amazing experience you know and uh you know they're the ones who you know chris is phenomenal man he definitely didn't need uh you know need me or need any of us but uh just blessed they even allowed us uh you know to be part of this uh next fight with Luke, and it's, you know, it's it's awesome just having Chris around uh, McCarter's or Nick's when he is, just, you know, when these, these younger guys see him, and it jacks them up, and, and uh, you know, just makes the, you know, the whole place way much better. Yeah, it does, like, and like you mentioned earlier, you've seen Chris, he, he's, you know, he sparred Corey, and, like, the level of respect, it's like, they work really hard, they spar hard, and they're done, it's like, they're helping each other. How much of it, is there any kind of challenge where you have all these, like, high-profile athletes all in one room to get everybody on the same page, to keep everybody to, like, you know, not go at each other and kill each other and things like that? No, there's times, you know, uh, that we, you know, that we we definitely have some guys in the room that are extremely competitive. So, you know, there's times where, uh, you know, we need to slow it down a little bit. But, you know, everybody's been in the game a while, and, you know, no one's getting paid for them being in the, uh, you know, being in the gym sparring, which I have to remind, you know, some of them sometimes, and, uh, you know, it's, it's it's mostly, you know, to make sure that, uh, you know, that we're getting better, you know, each day. And, uh, you know, that's what sparring's for, to do the techniques that we've been working on, you know, maybe the weaknesses that they've been working If, if someone hasn't been shooting that much, you know, definitely shoot doing sparring and, uh, you know, things of that, that aspect. If someone who doesn't like to kick that much, you know, to, to maybe kick a little more or different uh, techniques we've been working on, and, you know, that's what, Barnes uh, really intended for, or the game plan, mainly the game, the main game plan that we have um, going into the fights to make sure that you don't lose it on the guy that you're sparring and let's keep doing the things with our mindset on the guy that we're going to be fighting, you know, that, and, uh, you know, weeks to come and, and not the, you know, not, not the sparring session. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And I was always curious about this is, you know, over the last, like, like six months, there's been a rash of injuries. Everywhere you see it's like, a headlining fight gets scratched. All these things get scratched. As a coach, do you have to kind of temper, like, the sparring sessions where it's like maybe spar a little less, do more technical sparring to avoid injuries, getting closer to the fight? 
Uh, yeah, you know, well, it depends. You know, every every athlete's different. You know, everybody's different. And um, that's first, you know, first of all, you have to, you know, gauge by, you know, each athlete that you have. And, um, you know, we're blessed in that, you know, we haven't, you know, uh, called out of too many fights. You know, with Caitlin Chikagan, she just uh, won her second belt. Um, she, uh, what, TFFC? And, um, yep. you know, I, I don't think she's ever pulled out of a fight injured, uh, pulled out of a fight. Marlon's never pulled out of a fight. You know, a lot of our guys, have, you know, have uh, – Corey's never pulled out. So, you have a lot of guys that never really pulled out. So, we're, we're, we're blessed in, uh, in that aspect in our gym that, you know, we I, – I believe we train the right way, try to train the right way, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy because you just see it. Like, almost every week you go on social media and another fight's been canceled for whatever reason. So, like, as a coach, yeah. you got to get a little nervous. You know, it's – I guess my last question for you, and first of all, thank you for your time this Coach, when do you find time to sleep with all these fighters with all these big fights coming up? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who says I sleep? <laughs> not, not, not much, my friend. Not, not, not much. Especially, you know, you, you get so excited. You know, we have so many uh, guys coming up with amazing fights. We're hoping Eddie, you know, possibly gets a shot for the title, too. So we could be having three title fights, you know, in this year. So, um you know, you get you get more excited than anything. You know, it's it's tough to sleep when you're that excited and you're watching sparring tape and then you know tape of the opponent and and uh, you know texting uh, your fighters. You know, some certain things. It's it's an exciting time. You know, it's a great time right now for you know uh, Henzo Gracie team, Ricardo Almeida and uh, Nick Catone and uh, All Star BJJ. You know, all of us together. You know, we're and uh, Longo team. It's it's awesome that you know we're all you know we're all family and we all get to do it together and it's an exciting time for us. Yeah, no doubt. Well, coach, thank you very much for your time. And, you know, best of luck to all your fighters. Best of health, all your fighters, because you know as fans and as students, we love watching you guys train and just watching you guys fight. So, thank you very much for your time and best of luck to all your your whole team. Thanks so much, bro. Jersey strong, my man. Thank you. Have a good day, man. Take it easy, bro. Once again, we want to thank Mark Henry for his time. I know how busy he is training all these great fighters. And, and to recap it, he, some of his biggest fighters, you know, Frankie Edgar, Corey Anderson, Marlon Moraes, Eddie Alvarez, Edson Barbosa, the whole team is doing great. In addition to great fighters in CFFC, Bellator, everywhere else. So I really appreciate his time. Um, thank you again to him. Now, check out our website, ncmmaradio.net. We're also on Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. We appreciate the listens. We appreciate the follows. We'll talk to you again next time. Pilot, wash his hands, seal his face.